Am I alone here? Must I do this myself? And, uh, so be it. Shiny. Quest Gaming Networks presents Dungeon Crawler. All the loot hunting tips, tricks, and commentary your instant adventure can handle. Dungeon Crawler, your favorite podcast for all your Dungeon Crawler gaming news, loot tips, and excitement. Goodness. Today's record date is November 14th, 2012. My name's Dave Deenforce Adams, and tonight, sitting in with me is, once again, Brian Armstrong, our, our wonderful writer here at Quest Gaming Network. Say hello, Brian. Hello, how's it going? Pretty good, pretty good. Also, tonight we have, once again, Steve. That's You may know him from uh, Diablo Off the Record Infamy as Kete. Steve, say hey. Hi, David. Uh, well, I meant say hey to like the listeners as well. Hey, listeners. That was, you actually put more effort into saying, whatever. I like okay. him better than you. <sighs> You're fired. Moving on. We all we're we are sponsored on this episode by Tweaked Audio, some of the top quality earbuds money can buy. Great quality, nearly indestructible, but if you do happen to destroy these things by accident, <clears throat> they do have a lifetime guarantee on them. That's tweakedaudio.com. Now not only are they sponsoring us, but we're helping them out just a little bit more. We're helping you out with a code at checkout. Off the record, 30% off of all items in your cart at checkout. That brings down their cheapest earphones from $19.99 to $12.99. Also, remember, check out all their different styles and colors, including bright pink headphones. That's right, pink headphones. Only real men can sport those. Alright guys, that's enough for our sponsors. Let's actually get into what we have been doing over the past... Well, it, it, it's been kind of a crazy few weeks. Had to postpone the show due to a uh, Super Swarm Sandy kind of uh, messing up what we had going on for, for scheduling. So we had to completely change the host scheduling to, around. In fact, we are not recording on Saturday. Right now, we're recording on a Wednesday night. So, hopefully, this will actually end up being better for us, but we'll see. Um, anywho, because we pushed it back so far, I've, I've actually had a lot of time to, to fool around in D3. I've been partnering with a, a great fella known as Mr. Maurice. If you ever see him around, one of the, the best... I gotta say, one of the best demon hunters I've ever known in-game. Me and him have been running a a few times. We ran, uh, well, it was on one occasion, but we did run on multiple Act 4 Monster Power 3 runs, trying to get our hands on the plans for the Hellfire Rings. And I, I personally counted. I have a little thing. I, I have these sticky notes on my computer. I counted every single time. I ran this dang act to try to get those plans to drop. I did ten times over the past week. And I, I know that some people are going to, you know, poo-poo that. But for me, I, I I lose my patience sometimes when things shouldn't, you know, are supposed to add up and they don't. Honestly, correct me if I'm wrong, Steve. Isn't Monster Power 3 should be 30% chance to drop, right? Yeah, 30%. That's uh, roughly one in three. And I did it ten times. <laughs> this thing should have dropped three times over, and I have yet to see it once. It should have dropped three times over within the past 
since I've last talked to y'all on Dungeon Crawler, I put in countless times before that. I, I don't know what's wrong with me. I just, I have possibly the worst luck in the world. You know what I need to do? I, I need to, to go play the lottery, but pick the, the exact numbers that I normally wouldn't pick, because those will probably win. It's not just you, Dave. I'm I'm having the same problem. I've been playing pretty much the same thing as you. I've been doing Monster Power 2, though, just because I die a lot. And I'm not finding anything either. And I've been playing it over and over again and nothing. So I don't know what it you is. You know, but... I promise. I know I, I keep telling myself that it's all randomly generated. I know it's the roll of the dice. I know. I keep telling myself that. But it really, really grates on me, especially since I know that we have listeners to this show that have, like, multiple Hellfire Rings already. They're having having issues thinking, gee, should I break these Hellfire Rings down? You know, I'm having problems just finding the dang plans for the things. Yeah, uh. I'm not. I'm not sure they actually exist. I, you know, I, I'm I'm thinking that too. I'm thinking it, it, I have to start uh, praying to the Diablo three gods. Just come on, dude! I, I need my my plans. I just want to make a ring. Uh, well, the the good thing is, is I know I'm gonna do this. I know I'm gonna eventually get the plans for my Hellfire ring. And once I do, I never have to deal with Act four again. And I know probably both of them, Brian and Steve can relate that has got to be the worst act to farm for the key warden isn't it right that there's just about exactly five or maybe a a handful of runs i've had a, a few more but usually it's exactly five elites that give me my five stacks of nephilim valor before i hit that key warden every time yeah, you got to be careful. I mean, if, if you're not, you'll actually end up, you know, finding the key warden with only four stacks. Then you have to run and yeah. And how how many times have we we considered just starting at the end and then going to the beginning and clearing to the the warden? It's it's crazy. This they put that warden exactly smack dab in the middle of that act to the point where. It inconveniences you no matter what direction you start that act in. It is, ah, uh, it's just a pain. And I, it, you know, first world problems, right? No, it's first sanctuary problems. That's what that is. Woe is me. How dare the enemy try to stop me from killing him and taking his loot? Yeah, that's pretty rude, I gotta say. <laughs> it really is. He's such a jerk. So, but you know, I, I put a lot of effort towards trying to to get this thing, and I got so sick and tired of it. I threw it down. I was like, "Nope, I'm done." So I haven't I haven't even touched D three ever since I got so mad. I just xed out of it. I'm I don't care. Don't care about my auctions. Let them expire and sit there in my 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 thing. I'm not even gonna touch it. Yeah, see, I I consider myself a pretty casual player, and that's something I want to get, and it's really frustrating when, as a person who doesn't have a whole lot of time to play the games, and I want to get something, I can't, because every time I you know, try to get it, I die, or I don't have enough you know, stacks of uh, Nephilim Valor, and it's, it's frustrating. I, I want to get those, and it's making me mad. <laughs> yeah, um, I feel the same. I, I think it's, it's not for the average players, it's for those unusual people that can actually get it. Yeah, it's for the people who can yeah. dedicate, you know, 20 30 runs a sitting just to try to get these things just to try to get the pieces just to try to to fight the bosses in the the special portals to try to get the the components necessary to make these it, it takes a, a special person to even have the luxury of being able to do that but darn it if i don't want to be one of them people <laughs> I, I really I really want my Hellfire ring. I, I can taste it. But um, speaking of D three, we did get an email in, and I know I, I want to mention that 
um, we actually got a, a few odd emails that may not have understood this, this, uh, hard corner challenge we've been doing lately. The hard corner challenge we've been doing is I extended it to the end of November so that people could send in how far they've achieved. It's not just, hey, get to the butcher and you're done. No, no. I want to see how far people actually can make it in Monster Power 10. It's more than a hardcore challenge. It's a month-long Monster Power hardcore challenge. I really, really want to see how far people can put effort into this. In fact, we got a one humorous email in, <clears throat> Brian. <laughs> yeah, you're going to read that one, huh? Oh, yeah, I'm going to read this one. It says, I was hoping to make it all the way through November with this challenge, but alas, my hero has fallen. At least I'll have a, t a talking point on the show this week. Smiley face. Yes. So I, I want to hear what spurred this on. I want to know exactly how it happened and, and how you think Monster Power 10 was going. All right. Well, I'll just start it by saying you can't look away from your screen for one second when you're <laughs> playing this mode. I was doing really good. I was focused. I was you know advancing my character. I was doing a wizard, which I, I hadn't actually played before, which maybe was a mistake. But uh, I got to level 10. I beat the Skeleton King and really pretty easily. I mean, I was wasn't taking much damage. I wasn't having to run a whole lot. And then I get out, uh, you know, right after that into the fields of misery. And I don't know, something happened behind me in the house, and I had to look for a second. And I look back, and I'm dead. <laughs> it, uh, it it kind of sucked. It was one of those trees too, those poisonous trees. Yeah, anyway. those guys are mean. And, I mean, I knew it was going to be one of those guys to kill me eventually anyway, because I hate those guys. But, uh, yeah, don't look away, because they'll sneak up on you and come and get you. Well, apparently we've actually had some listeners undertaking the Monster Power 10 Hardcore Challenge. They've already beat the Butcher. No, oh, of course I'm, not. That's insane. I, I mean, all power to them, but I'm not, I, I'm, I'm a scaredy cat. I'm not going to be able to do that. I know that I'm I'm given these monster these challenges that I know I'm not man enough to, to to complete. But it's crazy that some of these people are are you know all power to them. I definitely I'm applauding you 100 percent for having the the wherewithal to actually get all the way on a hardcore character through Monster Power 10 all the way through the butcher. That's that's crazy. Yeah, yeah I don't, I don't even have a hardcore character anywhere near that without monster power. Yeah, I know, right? It's crazy that, that they're... Oh, that's We have so many deaths just trying to even get to the Butcher. I'm amazed that someone's able to not only get to him, but walk past him, even on normal. That's all power to you guys. Remember, if you are going to undertake the hardcore challenge... Send us in an email at dungeoncrawlerpodcast at gmail.com with I'm a hardcore hero or I'm a fallen hero. Or just say hardcore challenge. I'll definitely read it because I definitely do love reading every email that comes into that that site. Uh, once again, that's dungeoncrawlerpodcast at gmail.com. All right. Um, speaking of D3, let's actually let's step into the D3 and D2 news this week. Uh, the first thing, which is hopefully going to spawn a, a little bit of a conversation for us, the Diablo 2 ladder has been reset. But I wanted to know, my guests here today, do you all think that a D3 ladder would be fun to have? Now, let me go into detail, because I know that there are some people who who don't really know what the ladder system is that's me. But, you know, that's fine. What it is, in Diablo 2, they have seasons. Just like, you know, some games like, like World of Warcraft has Pokemon. PvP seasons. No, not Pokemon, Steven. Pokemon um, Black White has seasons. That's actual seasons. I'm talking, like, sports seasons. 
You know, like like football has has a a season. It's not their, a fan of sports. I'm, I'm. It's the same sort of thought process here in that it's a competition. The ladder is, is exactly that. It's a ladder, and anyone who participates has a rung on that ladder. People who do better move higher up in the ladder all the way until the top. And the way that I've I've seen them do it in the past is they do the rankings for Diablo 2 based on who can reach the highest level in the least amount of time. And they rank them like that. So, yeah, sometimes they'll let the ladder run for a, a very long time. And it ends up just looking like a whole bunch of people of the same class at max level, and it really doesn't make much sense. But when you're at the very start of it, you can really feel that pressure of of building your character, of, of trying to progress, of trying to, to gain that next level faster than the next person in the world, just to try to get that next rung up on the ladder. And... Diablo 2, it is completely optional. Yes, if you make a ladder character at the end of the season, at the beginning of the new season, they completely wipe out that character. It's gone. Anything in their bank's gone, that character's stats, everything, that character's gone. Now that's completely independent of the game itself. Diablo 2 has a completely online capability... They, they will keep the, your character alive. If you want to play your character off of the ladder, you can have your character from the day that the game released till now. It could be the same character, as long as it's been kept active. On the other hand, the ladder characters, they do get reset. So the question I have for y'all is, do you think that a ladder system would be effective in Diablo 3 as long as it was independent from the Diablo 3 characters that already exist. Well, I, I think it sounds pretty cool I, for two reasons. Um, first of all, it, it just sounds fun. I mean, that's that's the kind of thing that a lot of people like to do and like to participate. It gives them another challenge and you know, gives them something to strive for. And I, I always am, am terrible at these kinds of things, no matter what kind of game it is, whether it's <laughs> rankings or leaderboards. But it's always fun to try. And, I mean, I think this is a fun way to do it. I never actually have done that in Diablo 2. It's been a long time since I've played Diablo 2, but I think if they added it to Diablo 3, I think it'd be really cool, and I'd give it a shot, and I'd be terrible, but at least I know exactly how terrible I was. Um, <laughs> but uh, also, I think maybe the most important reason to add this in is that, you know, players out there are always, you know, begging for more content for this game. They, they say the end game is terrible, and they got to do something else. I mean, this is just another thing they can add that would you know, increase the longevity of the game, give players something who have already, you know, maxed out every character, um, you know, multiple times, it gives them something else to do and another reason to go on the, the F word and brag about it. But, uh, so I think it sounds great. I don't see any reason to not add it. Right. It, it keeps that, it keeps the game rejuvenated. It, it forces you to make a new character because your old one is deleted. Honestly, right. it, it's exactly what it is. But they, they, they wipe the site clean, they give you a fresh start, it's like starting the game all brand new without anyone there to, to, to fill the auction house with all the best items, without anyone there who has all the best gear, who's just going to to carry you through the, the axe. It is starting fresh. It's not only you starting fresh, it's everyone starting fresh. It lets you get that feel of what Diablo felt like if it were released with all the patches, as it were, today. Right. Well, I think that sounds great. I think, you know, I'm, I'm fine with it, too, as long as it is optional. Because I probably wouldn't, you know, make use of that, unless maybe if it were some kind of, like, hardcore challenge, like, reach, you know, X position in the ladder, you know. Um, that might be a cool thing. Uh but I, I probably wouldn't make use of that. And, it, you know, if it wasn't optional, I'd hate to lose my character that I have now. Yeah, I, I completely agree. If this, I think a ladder system would be great. It's the human element. It lets you actually put effort to compete with other people, which, you know, when it's not directly imp impeding them, it's a good thing. 
This is something that can let you prove you, how good you are at the game itself. And this is a, a great idea. <clears throat> and it, But again, as long as it's optional. If in any way this ladder system, as you know, if it were Diablo 2 and they just completely wiped everything, Diablo 2, no one would, no one would ever play it. Ever. I mean, Diablo 3, you can only play it online. If they're going to wipe all their characters, you get, you better believe people would leave it in droves. Yeah. Yeah, it's got, it's got to be optional, and there can't be an auction house, which I can't imagine they would do that. But Well, I, I could see them doing a, a ladder auction house. I really can. They, they already have a hardcore auction house, which is iffy, but the thing is, is the hardcore auction house is exactly how I think they should make the the ladder auction house should they put that in the game. The the hardcore auction house, unlike the normal auction house in the game, does not have the capability to have real money spent in the auction house. It's only gold. Right, so you can't buy gold either. You can't spend any real money, yeah. your, Your play... In the auction house, on the hardcore D3 auction house, is solely based on how good you've done in-game, what you've found, what you can put up, and what other people can put up, and you can purchase with the gold that you've earned in-game. It it actually, you know, I know a lot of people say, oh, well, if you're playing the auction house, you might as well be cheating at the game. But honestly, the hardcore auction house really does feel rewarding. It really feels like, yeah, someone else may have found that item, but I've worked hard to stay alive for the gold that it takes to get that item off of the auction house. It it really does feel good. And it, if they do that with the ladder system, especially knowing that the ladder is going to be reset, they couldn't have a real money auction. That, that would be ridiculous. People would be... You know, going crazy. How dare you delete my items? You know, stuff like that. I really feel if they have the D3 ladder system, they have a a gold-only auction house, that would work wonders. Did they have an auction house for the ladder in D2? Well, there was no auction house in D2. Wow, that sounds horrible. I know. (laughs) People had to, to trade. It actually ended up uh, because they had no proper way to handle trade for a long time, it ended up with uh, Diablo 2 having just a huge black market online. So, anyway, um, that was that was back in the day. So, um, moving on, I, I I think we we all have come to an agreement with uh, talking about the D3 ladder. I I would love to see an optional D3 ladder come into the game especially once they get patch 1.1 which is supposedly the patch it's going to bring in pvp i'm not looking forward to that i want it out of the way so once that's in the game and we can shove it aside and say that's nice pvp's there that's cute and all then they can start working on the ladder system i would love to see the ladder system come into game after that and i'm all for it I'm 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 hundred and ten percent. So yeah, sounds good to me. I hope they do it. <laughs> um, speaking of a few changes, we may possibly see in one point one. Um, the first one is there's been a a a large discussion on the the battle.net Diablo three f word. That's right, the forum. There's been a large discussion as to exactly what should they do to to help players get around. And the idea actually started out talking about can can players drop their banner and in doing so set that as their spawn point if they die. Kind of like a telepipe? Kind of. Kind of doing a telepipe thing. So the idea... It could cause a lot of of glitches. It could cause a lot of exploits. So that idea kind of quickly went out the window. But the good ideas didn't stop there in this this conversation. In fact, a blue post chimed in when the idea came across of making 
the resurrection timer max out at three seconds. In fact, it, it got so much heat that a large blue post was, was brought up that seemed to be very, very much in agreement that really it seems irrational to punish players who die multiple times by saying, hey, you can't play the game anymore. Yeah, I hate it because I, sometimes I <laughs> die that much. Well, you know, some yeah. classes they die. 30 seconds later, you get to revive. It's horrible. That's ridiculous. So they're talking about bringing the, the max resurrection timer to three seconds, which I believe if there's going to be a resurrection timer at all, that's not too bad of a time to have. Yeah, I, I can wait three seconds. Yeah, I, I think that's... The whole point of the resurrection timer is to stop you from just, you know... Running in, getting killed, running in, getting killed, running in. It actually makes you stop and have to wait and then go back in. It, it, it breaks up the exploiting just a little bit more. But <clears throat> along different lines in-game, they found that through testing, people have not been able to kill treasure goblins. They, they've just been a little bit out of reach for the normal player. And we, we see, I know that there's been talk of, of players coming out with multiple millions of DPS, but I'm not one of those people. And I, for one, have had a little bit of an issue, especially at higher monster powers, being able to kill treasure goblins. I've had issues, especially in Act 4, killing them. Because I'm worried that if I run behind them too far, I'm going to run into a pack and get myself killed. So, I'm hesitant. And that, that causes it an even bigger issue. But the point being is, is, is the, the goblin health is so high that they've, they've recognized this. And a blue post came out saying that they will be reducing goblin health to fit more in line with what they were with what they were wanting for the moment. Now that's specifically to, to help out people in Inferno, uh, higher monster powers. Like, well, I'm having issues in monster power three, but that just could be me. No, I have issues sometimes in monster power one on my monk, but my monk has like horrible DPS. Well, that's the thing. It is a DPS check. I hope they don't nerf it so far that it's going to be just like, you know, accidentally brush up against them and they explode. I'd love that, actually. <laughs> <laughs> it's a DPS check. I mean, it's it's meant to be. All right. <clears throat> a little bit off topic, but not so much. If you're into the nifty little things in the game, like I am, such as banners, sigils, and the such, uh, StarCraft Two. Heart of the Storm was announced, which, yeah, that's cool, but we're not going to cover StarCraft 2 on this show, uh, which is coming out March 2013. <clears throat> Cough. Uh, but it will have a few special bonuses, such as for, for Diablo 3, you'll be able to have a brand new banner sigil specifically for StarCraft 2 Heart of the Storm, which will come in-game. But also, you'll have a usable item, much, much like the Collector's Edition wings that you may see your friends running around with these big, giant, glowy wings. If you purchase the Digital Deluxe or the Collector's Edition of StarCraft II Heart of the Storm, you'll be given Blade Wings, which are much like the, the main character, character Kerrigan develops uh, blade wings throughout the game. So you'll be able to use Kerrigan's wings in Diablo 3. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, someone is messaging me in Skype. Huh, StarCraft 2 is coming out just in time for someone's birthday. Yes, it is, Steve. Hint. <laughs> hint, hint. Yes. <laughs> we'll, we'll see how much I love you. <laughs> All right, let's actually talk a little bit <clears throat> Along the same lines, with a big Diablo 3 fan, I know we brought Steve on here who's possibly a little bit more crazy about Diablo 3 than I am, but I actually heard that you were playing a something a little bit different, weren't you? 
Oh man, yeah, I've been kicking it on Torchlight. Well, tell us about it. I, I want to hear you know, from the very moment you downloaded it exactly what your thought were thoughts were till now. I want to hear what's going on with that. Well, generally, my my thoughts were, man, I've, I've been hearing David talk about this on his show, and like you know, uh, sometimes Joe comes on and like you know he he, he talks a lot about how awesome it is. So, so I wanted to check that out. I wanted to say, hey, how is this? You know, is this any good? So, um, and me being a diehard Diablo three fan, right? I did not want to like it because it's like, man, this is like a com- competitor for Diablo. You know, I, I don't want to enjoy it. So I download the trial version because you know I saw it on Steam and it doesn't cost me anything, and uh, I, I've been enjoying it. I, I played the uh, the engineer first, and I played it all the way through. Um, you know, up to where I could play on the uh, demo, and, and I gotta say, it, it's it's been a lot of fun. Like it seems like you know, on on Diablo three, with some of the restrictions that they give you on like you know how many passives you can have and what skills and runes, it, it seems like you're limited a lot. You can't pick all of the best stuff. Well, in Torchlight two, it feels like you can. You really can pick all of the best stuff. Um, and so I, I played that all the way through on the engineer, and then I've, I've started an Outlander, and I'm, I've been playing the uh, the demo on Outlander, right? And I, it, I didn't enjoy it as much as the engineer, but, I mean, it's a good game. It's, it's probably worth 20 bucks, and I, I really didn't want to like it because I enjoy Diablo so much, but mm-hmm. it, I did. I really did enjoy Torchlight 2. Well, that's, that's actually very good to hear. You know, I know that it, people compare the two all the time, but they really are two very different games. And they definitely feel it. Like, Diablo 3 has a, a, a feel more like you're, you're along a specific progression. Like, the, it, it, they want you to build your class in a certain way for it to be balanced or else. Where Torchlight 2, it's more or less, hey... Here's a handful of skill points. Use them. Destroy everything. It, yeah. it has a different feel. I have a feel. hard time not picking passives. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm kind of weak. It, no, there are some excellent passives in Torchlight 2. I, I know I have a, an Ember Mage, and oh, I'm addicted to my Ember Mage passives. That's all I, I spend po- points in. <laughs> uh, now, Brian, have you actually been been playing any Torchlight lately. I have, yeah. You know, a couple weeks ago, you and Dan were talking about how the engineer is pretty much indestructible, and he's, you know, BA and can't be defeated. So I'm like, well, I'm going to try an engineer then. So I've been playing my engineer, and maybe foolishly, looking back, I've been putting all of my skill points into strength. So, you know, nothing in vitality or anything like that. So, you know, my guy hits for a ton of damage, and he's awesome, and I've got the heal bot, and I've got a lot of points in my heal bot, but man, I have dying like every every time I cough. It's it's terrible. <laughs> I uh, I don't know if, if I'm just that bad, or if I've really messed up my skill points by going all strength, which I'm assuming is the answer. Now, but, what level are you? I uh, got this one as high as level 16. So, not too far with him, but you know, I am dying a lot early and often. At 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 the uh, Chillhoof, I think was his name. He killed me like three times. So, mm. yeah, <laughs> I'm pretty sure it could be that you haven't put stat points into vitality. Yeah, and I know that's that's probably sounds dumb to not do that. But I just thought, well, he's 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 so tough. You know, everybody says he's awesome. I'm just gonna go and just wipe everybody out with one swing, which for the most part I can do. But you know, once you get surrounded by a few guys and you got one really tough guy in front of you. I guess it doesn't work out so well, but uh, it's still fun. I love the engineer; he's awesome. Oh man, the engineer has this one move where it's they slam their weapon into the ground, yes, and they, it does this like crackle around it. But if you have your your bar filled up enough to actually go to one of the dots, and you slam your do that attack where it slams in the ground, and it does the crackle thing, it'll actually shoot straight out. It hit, like, in a row, destroying everything in its path. I love it. Wow. Uh, yeah, you got to like play with that one. All right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try it. 
You got to tr- oh, it's so much fun. <laughs> nice. So, anyway, um let's see what else is there going on in the in the gaming world. Uh what what do you think of Titan Quest? Uh, Titan Quest seems pretty good too. I mean, it's uh it's it's like it feels a lot like Age of Empires. I mean, like it's not. I mean, it's not anything it, like that. That's but that's like so... kind of what I said last week. Is it looks yeah. like a zoomed in Command and Conquer, don't it? Yeah, it's kind of crazy. And like, uh, I mean, it, it's it was it was a lot of fun. I was playing it as a. I think I was doing Pyromancer or something like that. Mm-hmm. But you you got to be real careful with how you do your points in that game because you can mess yourself up. Yeah, you really did. can. It definitely seems like it's very unforgiving. Like if there's, if Torchlight Two lets you do whatever the hell you want, and then Diablo Three is is very limited. It, Titan Quest, it feels like if you make one wrong step, you may want to consider restarting your character. It, it really does feel like that. But on the other hand, I really do enjoy the point system in. In Titan Quest, it, it is very innovative. I love the way they did it. It's pretty neat. Um, now I know you you only played the demo. The demo is very limited, isn't it? You know, I think it is. I mean, I can't say for sure. Like when when you were picking your your mastery, mm-hmm. you were able to pick out of like any of them, right? Yes. Okay. Whenever if, in the demo, you can choose from like three. And I can't tell you what they are. One of them is like hunter. You can pick pyromancer, and then you can pick like a like a warrior type one. I, I think. Mm-hmm. It's been a while, a few days since I played it, so I, I don't know. But it, it is pretty limited in what it lets you do. Well, and you, you don't get to play very far either. Well, you said uh, how how many levels in would it let you get? I think I got to like level six, maybe level nine. I, but it, it it stopped me pretty hard and abruptly. It didn't even say like, "Oh, you're you're blocked." You know, it was just like, "Oh, you need so much experience to level up." But I can never get. It doesn't go down. It just stays saying I need eleven thousand experience. Uh well, honestly, that game is is very much worth getting. And next time it goes on sale on Steam, I'm gonna yell at everybody. You know, get it because it it really. I understand the demo may not be the best in the world, but that game is very fun. I believe it. I so, believe it. I'm I'm in love with it. <laughs> All right, um a few other things. Uh Borderlands 2 has had a, a few bugs fixed, especially one on the Xbox 360. Apparently some people were trying to hack the game, ended up hacking it so that it would erase games of people who they played with online by accident. I'm sure they didn't mean it. It just sort of ended up being that way. A patch came through on Xbox Live, which simply states added security to prevent data loss tied to malicious violations of the Xbox Live code of conduct through an unsupported third-party program. In other words... Thanks a lot for hacking our game. We fixed it so that you won't mess anybody else up. So I'm glad that they 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 found the bug and they fixed it. Hopefully this is is all said and over with. But again, this only affected people on the Xbox 360. PC and PS3 players were not affected by this precise issue. One more thing. Um I know last week we spoke about a mobile iOS version of Borderlands, well, going along the lines of of Apple products, Borderlands 2 will be making its debut in just a few days on Macs. So Mac owners, please start your rejoicing now, prep your, your guns that scream at you to reload and shoot people in the face, because Borderlands 2 is coming at you. November 20th. Unfortunately, there's there's no announcement for any of the DLC, but let, let's cross our fingers and, and hope that DLC will be out for it as soon as they can get it to you. Alright. <clears throat> uh, one last game that we want to cover is uh, Fantasy Star Online 2. Now, I know that that 
we've always uh we we've touted this as being one of the big ones on the show and I know that there are listeners who may not want to really hear about Fantasy Star Online 2 thinking oh it's just another one of those games it's not even out in America yet how can it be anything to listen to Well here's the thing they've sort of unofficially said hey we're going to have monthly content updates Okay now take that with a grain of salt, especially with this month's updates. November 7th came the first update called Destroyer of History. We found out when it came out, though, that it was called Destroyer of History Part 1. Now, Destroyer of History Part 1, again, released November 7th, came in as adding 1.6 gigabytes of just new content. It added a whole new area, whole new experience systems, a bunch of more levels, tons of everything across the board, everything, more, more, more. And they don't seem to want to stop. The guys at Fantasy Star Online have announced another update this month. That's right. They promised you, kind of hinted, promised you, at one update a month, this month they're breaking their promise. They're lying to you. Why? Because they're coming out with two full updates this month. The second one is Destroyer of History Part 2. It's going to have brand new chapters of story content. Whole new bosses. In fact, they're bringing back in the Falls bosses. New costumes. Um, brand new parts for for your mags. Everything. Brand new events. Everything is coming into the game. More of, of everything across the board. It, it's it's great to see that they're putting this much effort into this game. Uh, every day that goes by, you know, it, it's this and The Elder Scrolls Online. I swear, the second those two games come out, I'm not going to be playing anything else. This is really cool, Dave, because, I mean, I haven't played any of the Fantasy Star games yet, but... I mean, this game is going along in Japan, and they keep adding more and more to it and getting bigger and bigger. So, presumably, by the time it comes out in America, it'll be this amazingly huge, you know, complete game, uh, assuming it all comes with the, the initial product. But, I mean, this sounds awesome. All the stuff they're adding, there's going to be a ton of stuff to do when it comes out. Oh, man. It's, I've already been playing this. The second it came out for release, for you to be able to download it, I downloaded it. First thing. I was playing it first thing. I can tell you right now that how it released, even if they don't give us any of the, the patches right away, if they give us just what what they started out with in Japan, in you're going to have a great time. Wow. That's yeah, cool. if they when, when, once it's ported over and, and translated to English, yeah. I'm, I'm stoked. Oh, I'm man. ready for I'm, it. I'm so ready for this. But... Cross your fingers. I'm expecting a first quarter release, which means by March, I'm expecting to see this come out in America. But it could be, especially with all this new content, I'm hesitant to see it come out so early in the year. Let's hope by April that we actually see it come out. Because that would make me, oh, ecstatic. I, I, would, I definitely would be, because I'm, again... Fantasy Star Online 2 and The Elder Scrolls Online and I'm just I'm just going to be planted in my chair playing video games and vegetating for that's it. I'm I'm wrapping it up. That that's I'm done. <laughs> that sounds like a plan. It really does, doesn't it? It's like you, you know, I get mad at one, I can just go to the other. That's exactly how it's going to be. Back and forth. Uh anyway, all good news aside, there actually is a bit of uh, disappointing news, and that's not just for uh, Fantasy Star Online. This actually extends out to any of the Sega games that they have in their repertoire at the moment that use the Sega ID logins. Unfortunately, creating a new Sega ID registration outside of Japan has been disabled. The Japan has been region locked for Sega at the moment, but I, 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 I'm sure that this has to do something with, you know, just trying to build up security or, or something because 
this just doesn't seem rational to say, hey, we don't want people playing our games. I mean, that, that goes, that flies in the face of logic when that's what they're making the games for. So, this they, is that. They want money. They'll, of course. They'll make it's... it work eventually, I assume. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now, this isn't just, this is actually affecting games that are already out in America. Um, one such game is, I believe it's free to play on Steam at the moment. It's called Rusty Hearts. Now, now, Steve, you said, you said Audra plays this thing, right? Yeah, yeah, she's, she played it once. I'm not sure if she plays it now, but, yeah. We should call her and ask her on the show. Yeah. Be like, did you play this game? Are you playing it now? <laughs> ask her if she's playing it right this second. And they get mad when she's not? Exactly. Yes. Uh, she's going to hear this and get mad at us. That's going to be wonderful. Anyway, the game, the game, along with any other games that use Sega ID have been restricted to Japan only. So if your IP doesn't come out of Japan, it gives you a page that literally all that it says on the page is, well, it it says it in, in kanji. It doesn't actually say it in English, but it, it, what it says translated is not available from your area, meaning Hey, bro, you're region locked because you're not in Japan. And this is actually affecting Rusty Hearts as well as, as any other Sega game that does use this ID. But, again, I expect it to not only be fixed soon, but well before next year's release of Fantasy Star Online 2. It really, really points that they are trying and, and working toward an, a stateside release for Fantasy Star Online 2, and I'm I'm so excited. I refuse to think that they would would not bring it here. All right, guys. Um, is there any other games that we've actually missed talking about this week? Nothing. I don't think so. Tic Tac Toe. I did have a riveting game of that. You know. It, all right. Well, solitaire. Solitaire. Yes, yeah, solitaire while on the toilet. That's exactly. That's what cell phones are made for. <laughs> all right. Um, all right, guys. Well, I do want to thank everybody for listening to us. And I'm sorry that we've had such a, uh, a bad couple of weeks. But hopefully we'd be back in the swing of things and hope to hear back from everybody next week. I want to give a few shout outs to, to our very, very wonderful followers on Twitter. Uh, nothingness. Thank you. Sulfur Stick. Thank you. And ZZ Corrode. Thank you all from America. Also, we have one from Australia. Chui W. Now remember, if you'd like to have anything said on the show, you know, small congratulations, even a birthday shout out. That's for a small fee of $10. We provide any small adder shout out to, to whomever or commemorate whatever you wish. Please go to our website and use the PayPal donate button. Or simply email us, and we'd be happy to point you in the right direction. You can reach us anytime at DungeonCrawlerPodcast.com. Or you could send us an email at DungeonCrawlerPodcast at gmail.com. If you'd like to reach our portal site so you can find any of the wonderful shows that our network puts out, that's QuestGamingNetwork.com. Our record days, Minecraft Off the Record Live is our only live show, and that's Sunday nights at 7 p.m. Eastern. On livestream.com slash the quest show. Swoto Reforged is recording on Monday nights and they're actually going free to play. So that's actually something to listen to. They, they see the, all the new sorts and tidbits that are coming into the game for Swotor. It's very, very exciting. Elder Scrolls off the record is Thursday and I'm definitely, I'm, I refuse to get off of that show just so I can talk about the Elder Scrolls online coming out. So if you're as excited about that as I am, or if you don't even know what it is yet, but want to, Elder Scrolls Off the Record, check it out. Adrenaline Gaming actually is recording on Wednesday nights, but I think that we're going to be butting in recording Wednesday as well. Well, at least for a few weeks, just to try to test it out the waters and see how that fits us. But we will be having our, our show released on time as soon as possible so expect our shows again weekly as soon as we can get them out 
Uh, Quest Legion is premiering on Friday nights, and that's hosted by Avarwin from Elder Scrolls Off the Record fame. Now, you can reach us on Twitter. You can reach us directly, the show, at dcrawlerpodcast. Or you can reach me at dnforce. That's D-I-E-N-FORCE. You can reach Brian at silentfury007. Or do you want me to say 007? Yeah, that sounds cooler. Do 007. You, Silent Fury 007. There we go. That sound good? Awesome. Okay. You can check me out. I actually need to clean up my buddy list, but you can check it, me out on any of the uh, Diablo 3, or I think uh, you may even catch me if you're on WoW. My battle tag is Dian number 1737. You can also catch Steve. That's at Kete, K-E-T-E-H, hashtag, number sign, 1816. Dungeon Crawler is a Quest Gaming Network podcast written by all the hosts of Dungeon Crawler. Never give out your account information for any of your games. Remember, if you're playing a Battle.net game, grab a Battle.net authenticator, either a physical one or one for free on your cell phone. And remember, install antivirus and anti-spyware software. Have a great one, everybody. We will see you next week. Bye. Bye, guys. Sorry, it was my mm-hmm. birthday yesterday. Should I send you ten dollars to have you say it on the show? Yes. Okay, I'll, I'll do that. Thank yeah, you. we we can't say happy birthday, Brian, on okay, the show. But legal trouble. Gotcha. Right. Yeah. So we will definitely not say happy birthday, Brian. All right. Darn it. Okay. Moving on. <laughs> you always really was it your birthday, Brian? I didn't know that. It was. Yeah. Oh well, Jesus. Well, happy birthday. Woo. Thanks. So I have yeah. to send it twenty dollars now. All right. Yes, that's. I think we've said it. What enough? Well, <laughs> you're paying to fix my car. We'll put it that way. Um, <laughs> that is a lot. Happy birthday to me. Yeah, you Happy can birthday re- to David. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you got a fixed car now.